Hello everybody and welcome to this new episode. My name is Sarah and this is Amsterdamus, the podcast that introduces you to amazing women from Amsterdam. Skateboarding is still very much a man's world, even though it is a great opportunity to support girls, to empower them and to give them self-confidence. This is exactly what my guest for today wants to achieve. In 2018, she founded the organization Women Skate the World. And since then, she has seen a lot of girls growing, thanks to the opportunities they were given. My guest for today is Nyanya van Reise. Hi Nyanya, thanks for being with me today. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. When did you start skating yourself and were there many other girls with you? Well, funny enough, I only started about three and a half years ago. Um, so when I was an adult, actually. Um, but when I was younger, I did some like inline skating and just played outside a lot. Um, but nevertheless, the moment that I started skateboarding uh, a few years ago, there were not a lot of girls in the skate park. When and how did you come up with the idea to start Women Skate the World? Well, it was in the same year. So um, I started skateboarding in summer, I think. And then I quit school half a year later. Um, and because I quit school, I had a lot of time on my hands. And I decided to go on a volunteer journey with uh, Skatepo, a Scottish organization in Palestine. And um, at at the uh, location where we were, we were teaching skateboarding in Palestine, uh, we noticed that a lot of girls um, really had a benefit of skateboarding and saw us as a role model. And then we thought, oh, let's do something more. And we kind of came up with Women Skate the World at the, at the spot uh, in that little bedroom in Palestine. You just mentioned benefits. In which way does skateboarding help to empower girls and women? And what are the benefits? Um, well, I think that skateboarding, um, there's like multiple things to it. Skateboarding in general helps people, um, because it's a combination of physical and mental challenge. Um, and that goes for girls too, but what makes it more specific for girls is I think, um, that there's a certain feeling of obligation that as a girl you have to behave you have to sit still you have to perform well and in skateboarding um you can be rough you can fall on the floor you can do whatever you like uh, you're equal to the boys in the skate park and i think that kind of um moved the boundaries for girls if they started skateboarding in which countries is women skate the world currently working so currently we're working in the Netherlands mostly. Um, before we've worked in uh, Greece and we were on the verge of starting in Palestine together with the other organization, but then Corona happened. Um, so for now we're focusing on the Netherlands and we have activities in Amsterdam and Rotterdam, but we're always open to help out other organizations who are working globally. In April 2020, you also started working in Amsterdam Southeast. Why is it also necessary to support girls and women there? We started working in Amsterdam Southeast um, 
because before we we skated in south and um although i firmly believe that like any girl can use the skateboarding lessons um we noticed that there were a lot more children there who were a bit privileged at taking part in lessons and then when we moved to southeast that's a neighborhood with um more like a lower social economic status uh, there's more poverty there uh, there are less chances you could say for the kids and that's the the place where we would like to offer skateboarding especially because there are less skate parks in southeast compared to all the other city districts so uh, skateboarding wasn't really a big thing yet so that's why we thought let's try that uh, area when you arrive at a new place what are the typical reactions from people do you maybe also receive negative feedback, for example, from people with conservative ideas? Yeah, sometimes we do. And that has less to do with the skateboarding uh, itself. So if we come somewhere and we go for a skate, um, with the kids we don't really get negative attention, I think. But we also speak out for um, women's rights and LGBTQ rights. And online there is sometimes a big backlash on that. So people... People are kind of um, triggered by the fact that you speak out for these groups, especially in a context of skateboarding, because a lot of skateboarders think of themselves as like really cool, open people. But then the moment uh, it, it is about non-traditional skateboarders, um, they they respond kind of they respond with kind of an attitude sometimes. What are changes in the society or in the way of thinking that you would like to see in order to give girls and women the chance to start skateboarding? So it's funny that you say society. I think um, we always see skateboarding as like a mini society, a small society at, at its own with the same problems. So in society, I'd like to see more representation. I'd like to see more chances for women and girls and less judgment of women and girls and um, also non-binary people and trans people of course and in skateboarding we like to see the same so the jobs in the skateboarding industry to have diverse teams there um, the brands do hire a diverse team of skateboarders and so on we, we'd like to see the same cha changes in like the Dutch society as in the skateboarding society And that way girls and women will feel free to like be themselves and to express themselves the way they want. I have to admit, I don't know much about skating in general, but are there many famous female skateboarders? And when it comes to, to the price money in competitions or the money they make with advertising and branding, is it comparable to men? Uh, I think it's starting, but um, up until like a few years ago, it wasn't comparable. Um, there are a lot of examples to be found online in interviews with women skateboarders. Um, there's even this one time, I think it was like early 2000s, um, where a group of female skaters um, blocked uh, or like boycotted um, a competition because they didn't get the same rights in the competition like they had to do it really early in the morning or something and they got less prize money um, and then 20 years later it's like still the same problems in some places so some competitions don't give equal prize money some do um, there are more brands hiring women right now and also there's attention for queer skateboarders and um, 
I think it's 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 getting there. It's getting better, but um, it's not there yet. And I'm in this bubble with all these progressive uh, skateboarders, but there's also this whole other bit of skateboarders who want everything to be as it was before with all the rough dudes. It's hard to say. <laughs> Which one is your personal favorite success story of a girl or woman that you supported? Mm, you mean like in the programs? Yeah. Um, well, there are. I think there are two beautiful stories to tell. Um, one, for example, is that um, in one of the programs that we had in Greece, which was a collaboration with the local uh, skateboarding program, there was this girl who, who helped out as a volunteer, but she came from a refugee background, first participated in the program, then helped out as a volunteer. And then she had to uh, move to Belgium because of her refugee status. And she started her own skateboarding program there in the uh, camp where she was staying. And then um, she started her own tattoo business. And yeah, she's really rad. Like she, she, she really did her own thing. She really took her own life in hands and shout out to Ellie. But it's like really cool. Um, and I'm happy that skateboarding was like a big thing for her as well. And also there's like all the, the small success stories of girls that we see in the program that come in really shy and um, we have them fill in a questionnaire. It's like, who's better with this and whose task is this? And then by the end of the program, they're, they're all joyful and trying everything and raising off the ramps. And you see in the same questionnaire that they, they rate themselves, their self-esteem is way higher. So they say that women can do this or women are better with this or... I'm equal to this and this and this. And it's like not one success story, but to see that happening over and over again, this attitude change and this opening up and self-esteem, that's really beautiful to see. Can you just give us some hard facts about Women's Gate the World? So how many supporters do you have? Who can enroll in the programs? Would people now be able to to sign up for their kids? How exactly does it work? Uh, yeah, so with COVID, um it, we're currently not doing any programs because the only thing that you can do is outside and with the winter weather that's kind of hard but as soon as we are starting up programs again people can sign up through our website um, which is www.womenskateworld.com um, and we'll always post any news on our instagram um then the hard facts um our programs for kids are called Skate and Create, which is a combination of skateboarding with educational workshops. So about uh, leadership, about climate change, about anything that uh, the people want to see in those lessons. And these are open to boys and girls, especially because we think that empowerment is a process that not only girls have to learn, but also boys have to learn about women empowerment in order to help out. Um, and then we start from ages eight. Um, because under that it's hard to have the kids like go on a skate on their own so and then anything goes above eight like we have uh, groups of eight to 12 12 to 16 we're planning on a youth leadership course in which uh, for example a 16 year old can help out as a junior mentor and our second program in which people can enroll is called new wave which is more of an event-based um, activity and this is a skateboarding session for women and queer skateboarders. Do you also take donations or volunteers for administrative work or promotion? Yeah, for sure. Um, on our website, we have a donate button and we 
we really appreciate any donation um, because we're we're not funded by the government at this point and we don't have any um, independent income so anything helps and we're trying to find a new indoor location so your donation will totally contribute to this indoor location um, as for volunteers yeah for sure um, especially I think administrative as soon as we'll start up again we'll definitely uh, yeah need some help with that what are your plans for women skate the world for the future um, well in the wildest dreams maybe uh, for local for Amsterdam it would be to create an urban sports center in which uh, multiple like urban or street sports can um, can come and do their own sport in that building um, when it's like not such nice weather or when you have the more social uh, social work side of the, the, the programs. So they have like one big school building with all these sports slash social uh, goals where the kids can just come after school, like a community center. And for the more like global approach, it would be to to help other women in other countries to set up their own new wave programs, for example, their skate nights for women and queer skateboarders and just support them in doing so. Nanya, thank you so much for being with me today. I will make sure to put all the important links into the show notes so people can support Women Skate the World. Awesome. And I personally wish you all the best for yourself and for your organization. Thank you so much. And this also marks the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Stay tuned if you want to meet more amazing women from Amsterdam. And please don't forget to follow Amsterdamers on Instagram and on Facebook. Thanks and take care, everybody. Bye.